0: Hello, welcome to Guide to the Unknown. I'm Kristen. I'm William. And we're back to talk to you about spooky things that spooked us out lately. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. Actually, very recently we got some spooky stuff. Yeah. Because we did something that we don't typically do. Yes. And we're hoping that maybe it will become mm-hmm. a regular feature on yeah. the show. Yeah. So uh, I'm a member of a podcast group mm-hmm. on Facebook where I can talk to other people that do podcasts, a lot of listeners as well. Yeah. And Kristen and I had a pretty cool idea. Let's ask people out there, both listeners and other podcasters, to write us some two second horror stories.
0: Two sentence. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It won't take two seconds. It's yeah. two sentence horror stories. Yeah. yeah. Pretty so close. Uh, you may be familiar with these. They're written, they're like, there are a million from throughout history, just short, abbreviated horror stories. I put out an example of one that I saw that I liked uh, as an example for other people in case they were not familiar with them. Yeah. So just to get you up to date, here's a good example of one I can't move breathe speak or hear and it's so dark all the time if i knew it would be this lonely i would have been cremated instead right chilling yeah Yeah, no it's cool absolutely terrifying so uh, i've got some names of podcasters here and the Mm -hmm. shows that they host yeah and uh why don't you do me a favor why don't you go ahead and uh read the first one
0: all right cool so this is the two-sentence story The gravel crunches loudly under a heavy foot. Funny. I thought for sure I killed him. And then then there's another one by the same person. And I'll tell you what it is, who it is. Um, The furious wind beating against the window kept me up all night, but I didn't mind. It masked their screams for help. And those were by Nicole from the podcast Unearthly Paranormal Stories. Yeah. Yeah,
1: those are good. We've also got – these were sent in by Megan – He flipped the circuit breakers back and forth uselessly. The power was definitely out. And yet yet the TV continued to spit static that sounded like voices. Mm. Annie huddled into a tight ball under the covers, eyes squeezed shut, and small hands clenched as she whispered over and over, There's no monster under the bed. There's no monster under the bed. Well, yeah, a voice answered in, in agreement. There's way more room in the closet. And finally, there hasn't been anyone here by that name in 20 years, the old man said darkly before adding, because she moved two streets down. Hey. Boom. So those are from Megan from the podcast Oh No Lit Class. Yeah. Uh, this we have actually from a, a loyal listener of ours. She's yeah. been with us for quite some time. Yep, Sarah. Sarah,
0: yeah. As she washed away the shampoo from her hair, she realized somebody had shut the bathroom light.
1: Now, she posted that. Uh huh. I have said many times across all of our shows yeah, how afraid I get in the shower sometimes when yeah. my head and face are covered with shampoo. Yeah, totally. I read that story. It felt like, a, like a stab in my heart.
0: <laughs> Sarah was specifically attacking you. Yeah. yeah.
1: How dare you, <laughs> yeah, Sarah? Totally. No, the idea that you would have shampoo on your face. Yeah. your eyes are closed, and then you open your eyes, and it's still dark. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I love and hate the idea. It's no good. Yeah, no good at all. And uh, the last one for this week. Hopefully, we'll have more next week. This is from Christina. My therapist said I should do something to conquer my fears. So I give each woman a new name. Snakes, spiders, guilt, dark, mother. I scream their name while I kill them. It seems to be working.
0: Hmm. Huh. Not bad. <laughs> you know, we all have our coping, uh, coping, our coping techniques. Yeah, yeah, I
1: guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Literally murdering somebody that you call spiders. Yeah. I ain't afraid of no spiders anymore. Me neither. It worked. No biggie. You know what? For the hell of it, one last one. Uh, this one's also from an avid podcast listener, Tracy cool lovingly he watched her as she lay in his bed and brushed an errant hair from her face looking up from where he lay with his head on her delicate chest her electric blue eyes gazed back at him from the jar on his nightstand (laughs) i like that one i like that one too (laughs) they feel when they're this abbreviated they feel like they're from like tales of the crypt or something yeah can you hear the crypt keeper yeah saying this i don't know what the crypt keeper sounds like off the top of my head all right well a crypt keeper-esque person they, their eyes gazed lovingly at him. From a jar on the nightstand, dun-dun-dun.
0: Does the Crypt Keeper have kind of like a high like nah, nah, voice? I think
1: he kind of does. Yeah. He's all goopy and melty.
0: He's gross. He is I disgusting. I didn't really watch that show.
1: I recently did a ton of research on uh-huh. uh, Tales from the Crypt yeah. for no other reason than I realized like I used to have a passing interest in the show when I used to see it on TV. Yeah. I know there was supposed to be a revival recently, and uh-huh. it's weird to me that they're not making it. Um,
0: it's not happening. Oh. No, there was a huh. problem
1: with the rights. Yeah. So uh, I started doing some research, and it Like started as old comics, and uh, yeah, it seems like it's a totally dead yeah. thing, but huh. such right. a cool idea. Love the idea.
0: It is a cool idea.
1: Yeah. All right. Anyway, now we're on to the show proper. That's right. Kristen and I have each brought a topic to the table tonight to discuss, yep. to share the stories of with each other, mm-hmm. and they're sure to tantalize and terrorize. <laughs> Boy, (laughs) why don't you use that as a lead-in for yourself and go first? Yeah? You want me to go first? Yeah. All right, fine. Well, Kristen, I didn't have enough of a lead-in. Ready? Oh, my God. When a cold wind blows, it chills you. Oh, my God. Chills you to the bone.
0: Is this about cold wind and weather? Is that why we're not going to be scared of it?
1: Yeah. (laughs) My topic for the evening jack frost weather oh (laughs) the weatherman
0: (laughs) oh okay jack
1: frost Kristen. oh what do you think you know about jack frost
0: i know martin short was jack frost in the santa claus three i think it was
1: yes you would be correct yep Um, i think it's called the escape clause it is it is Uh, santa claus 2 is called the mrs claus
0: (laughs) called the escape clause because if Santa the only way Santa becomes unsanta is if he holds his special snow globe right and says, I don't want to be Santa anymore.
1: Is that what he has to say? Yeah. Wow. And
0: Jack Frost tricks him into doing it. He like
1: how do you trick someone into saying that very specific phrase?
0: Well see he makes Santa have a really bad day. Like a really bad day,
1: Will. And then
0: he gives Santa something to hold. Santa doesn't know that it's his special snow globe. And and Jack Frost is like letting Santa unburden himself to him because he made him think that he was his friend. And then he was like, would you say that you don't want to do this anymore? And Santa's like, yes, I would. I wish I was never Santa. (laughs) And
1: then like stuff happens. Oh, no. He recited the ancient incantation. Yeah. I wish I never had this stupid job. (laughs) Basically. It is so. So, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is and, that
0: and so it is is
1: that everything you know about jack frost martin short played him once
0: <laughs> you know i know he's a chilly fellow yeah i know he's pointy um because of all the icicles yeah And basically, okay, all right, Mm -hmm. okay.
1: Well, Jack Frost Mm -hmm. is typically considered, loosely considered, Mm -hmm. to simply be the personification of winter. Yeah, a lot of my research uh, showed that he is responsible for turning summer into winter. Oh, he's been depicted as carrying a a paint bucket and a brush, (laughs) literally painting green leaves uh yellow, red, brown, orange yeah. to turn it into autumn and huh. eventually the winter. Huh. Uh you may be familiar with the Christmas song that says Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yeah. Did you know that that song is literally called it, it, The Christmas Song? No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I found that out. <laughs> Interesting. Written by Mel Tormé. <laughs> And it's just yeah, the called, velvet fog. Yeah. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire is just called the Christmas song.
0: Huh? I never really thought about it before. So generic. Okay. Yeah. Very weird. Or it's like boss. You know what I mean? Where it's like, this is the Christmas song. Nothing else is the Christmas the song. premier
1: Christmas song. Yeah. Don't mess with Torme. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Jack Frost is responsible for leaving uh, frost on your window, mm-hmm. when okay. it's it all wintry over- overnight. Yeah, those sort of fern-like curls of ice on your window—they're mm-hmm. beautiful. Well, Chris and I have bad news for you. Uh, are they like the blood of Snow Children that he spilled? Well, Wikipedia reports that uh, Jack Frost has become far less prevalent in the modern world <laughs> due to the advance of double glazing. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: Well, it's a type of insulation that keeps your windows from getting, you know, too frosty. You know, oh. getting affected by the elements. Yeah, that's literally, a real blow. Literally took me to a Wikipedia page for insulating your windows. So
0: that must have been scintillating reading.
1: It was a real blow to Jack Black. Oh, Jack Black. <laughs> to Jack, <Black. laughs> <laughs> Jack Frost. You
0: I mean, it could have been a blow to Jack Black as well. We don't know what he's into.
1: Yeah. Uh, I spent a lot of my time trying to research what is the actual, like, origin of Jack Frost. Why is he called that? What's he supposed to do? Wikipedia itself does not have that much. Thankfully, I found schoolofdragons.com. Ooh. Where they try to explain why this sort of uh, frosty air yeah. is given the name Jack. Yeah. And in previous episodes of this show, of Guide to the Unknown, yeah. we've talked about things like the Jack-o'-lantern and the Will-o'-the-Wisp, mm-hmm. yeah. where it turns out that, honestly, we would typically just uh, um, take phenomenon and give it a name. Uh-huh. And Jack was a very common name to give to sort of like a mischievous person doing mischievous it things. It
0: certainly is, William. It certainly is.
1: Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting response. Okay, go ahead.
0: Yeah, we have a real weird uh,
1: Two Jacks episode today. I've heard that. Two Jack City. I heard that. Uh, This is a quote from School of Dragons. Jack must have seemed a fitting name for the cheeky frost fellow (laughs) that paints your window, but also shadows your jam jars. Oh, my God. That's so quaint. (laughs) I love it. The windows look so nice and frosty. My jam jars. Also, there's apricot spread all over the floor. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the first known uh, written mention of Jack Frost is in a 1734 book called Roundabout Our Coal Fire. Oh. Yeah. Where he's mentioned completely passively. It's not yeah. a story about Jack Frost. Yeah. In the book, the author is trying to describe Christmas time, uh-huh. and he describes it as when Jack Frost commonly takes us by the nose. Oh. So he's <laughs> mentioned in a way that suggests everybody's in- familiar with him.
0: Just in passing, like everybody's got it. Yes, like
1: everybody's all on the same page. Yeah. Jack Frost has existed for time immemorium. Right. He is the beginning and end of all.
0: He is the Alpha and the Omega. He
1: is. Now, this is crazy to me a little bit. The first ever illustration of Jack Frost, Uh and I think for a lot of people out there, they might picture things like the Rankin and Bass version of Jack Frost. Oh, I love. you know, a little imp guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The first ever drawing of him is insane. Okay. On October 5th, 1861, Harper's Weekly uh-huh. posted a political cartoon, Ooh. which prominently <laughs> featured Jack Frost. Okay. who it was would- during the Civil War. Ah. And soldiers were plagued with cholera. Ooh. Everyone hoped the disease would die in the cold of winter. Oh. Major General Benjamin F. Butler said in a speech, A faithful ally of the North... General Jack Frost, shall come and clear away the malaria of the South. Cholera? I guess. Yeah. The malaria of the South. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, maybe, maybe that's what means, they call cholera. cholera. Yeah. Or it's like it's,
1: this uh... disease that is the South, the rebellion. It's
0: the cute nickname for cholera. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we shall march southward from this place, and there shall be no footsteps backward until this rebellion is crushed out of this union. Oh, wow. The political cartoon depicts Jack Frost... As a major general of the war, brandishing an icicle as if it were a sword and riding on the back of a sharp demon ice horse. Wow. It looks like the horse, its mane, its tail, uh-huh. have frozen. Yeah. And so it's drawn with these jagged icicles. Cool. It looks like a, a some sort of like hell froze over. Yeah. Ice steed. Yeah. What the devil would ride into battle. You
0: got to know your audience. These guys like a
1: a forceful hand. It was – it's cool looking. I'll I'll put it up on the screen for the the YouTube version. Cool. Um, So now uh, that's basically the background of Jack Frost. There's not a lot of sort of like common mythology about him. Yeah. But there are different versions of him around the globe, Uh some of which are interesting. Some of them I'm honestly just going to leave out. Yeah. Um, In Russia – He's known as Grandfather Frost. Okay. Which I just I like to think of that phrase. It's very God. folksy. Um, in Germany, uh, there is no Jack Frost. Instead, uh-huh. it is uh, Mother Hull. Oh. Which translates to Old Mother Frost. Okay. And apparently, in Germany to this day, it is a common phrase during the winter time to say, "Huh, Hulda must be making her bed." And what that means is that somewhere on a cloud up there, yeah. there is uh, Grandmother Frost, Old Mother Frost, like, flapping out her bed sheets and stuff.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah,
1: and so the feathers, yeah, you know, yeah. the equivalent of feathers, are yeah. flying off the ends, and that becomes snow for us.
0: Okay, I thought it, it's basically the same, but I thought it was, like, wind.
1: Oh, know? I yeah. thought it was originally that she's making her bed as if she's, like, laying a fresh bed of snow.
0: Oh, those you know? all work very nicely. I
1: know they do. It's
0: like God bowling yes. for uh, for thunder,
1: or like God crying when it's raining, or <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you made God upset. <laughs> uh, there is evidently an old Grimm's fairy tale uh-huh. about Old Mother Frost. Yeah, it's about there's a there's a woman. She has a biological daughter, uh-huh. also a stepdaughter. Okay, she likes the biological daughter more. Uh huh. One day, the stepdaughter is out uh, using a spindle. Okay, by a well.
0: Grimm's Fairy Tales love spindles. They loved.
1: I couldn't believe it when I read the word spindle. Yeah. I was like, how many stories I know. did the Grimm guys...
0: Spindles must have been like a, a really commonly used item of the day. De- I mean, how else are you going to make your clothes back then, I guess? Yeah, I
1: guess that's true. Yeah. So the uh, the stepdaughter, the yeah. least loved, is worried <laughs> that she's going to get in a ton of trouble for dropping this spindle down the well, uh-huh. so she jumps in after it. Oh, God. And finds herself in a meadow. Yeah. And uh, very quickly, she comes across an oven uh-huh. with uh, loaves of bread in it, and the bread asks her to take them out before they burn. So she does. Uh-huh. And then she keeps walking, and she sees a tree that begs her to harvest its apples. Uh-huh. And she does. And then she comes across Old Mother Frost's cabin. Mm. And Old Mother Frost uh, employs her. She asks her to help her do a few things around the house, including make the bed. Yeah. But be careful, because when you do stuff, the feathers are going to flap out. That becomes snow in your world, she says to the girl. this. The the girl's very respectful they have a fine <laughs> afternoon they make a bed they sweep sure she's star
0: for attention yeah. she's like by all means have me help you and say thank you to me
1: exactly and yeah. you know what old mother frost was very kind i yeah. bet they even had porridge
0: well they had they probably had apples and bread
1: uh, you know what kristen Ugh. i bet you're right what a lame meal yeah some fresh apples and bread god <laughs> time for your apples and bread dear <laughs> so anyway, apples will get that bread nice and wet. Old Mother Frost then permits her to leave. Yeah, and for being such a good person, uh-huh. she uh, she showers the girl with gold.
0: Oh, so this a little Cinderella esque.
1: Mm-hmm. Gives her the spindle back. She goes on her merry way. Yeah, happy life.
0: Great. However, uh-huh. biological
1: daughter is now jealous mm-hmm. of what stepdaughter has been able to accomplish, mm-hmm. and deliberately jumps down the well. Uh-huh. She doesn't help the bread get out of the oven. She doesn't harvest the the apples. Yeah. When Old Mother Frost asks her for help, she offers, but she does a half assed job. (laughs) She's lazy. It's crap. Old Mother (laughs) Frost fires her. And then as the girl is standing by a gate trying to leave. Or does she freeze her? Well, actually kind of the direct opposite. This is weird. I didn't really think about it that way. But as she's standing by a gate, quote, a kettle of pitch spilled over her. This is what you have (sighs) earned. that's
0: another thing that Grim's fairy Tales really like. Pitch. Yeah,
1: pitch. Yeah. What is that? Like it's tar? It's like tar, yeah. Yeah. So she gets burned from head to toe with pitch. Yikes. An old mother Frau, old mother frost... The, the names are swapped many times. Okay. Year, uh, says, This is what you have earned.
0: Oh, Does she flap her um, bed feathers at her so she's tarred and Feather?
1: I didn't make sense? think about that, yeah. but you're right. Yeah. I wonder, but maybe Tard and Feather didn't come until after it the It wasn't Grimm's in time, vogue so. until after, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I find it very convenient that the phrasing is a kettle of pitch spilled on her. Yeah. Oh, it just happened to. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. thinking
0: it, it removes all ownership of the action. Yeah. The kettle spilled on
1: her. Call me I crazy. Know. I think it may have had something to do with Old Mother Frost. I
0: think Old Mother Frost
1: did something with that pitch. Yeah. So there's an alternate ending. Okay. The stepdaughter, having been good, yeah, uh, finds that when she speaks, gold comes from her lips. Ooh, that doesn't sound good. Like a curse. Yeah. A little King Midasy. Yeah. Uh, and then, as a punishment, the biological daughter has a toad come from her lips every time she speaks.
0: Oh, like Ron in Harry Potter with the s- slugs. That's right. Yeah, Eat slugs, Malfoy! Yeah.
1: Morp. <laughs> and then he is the one to eat the slugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. And then in general, yeah. like old literature concepts of Jack Frost, where we probably get a lot of our understanding of who he is. Yeah. Um. Uh, he's just kind of like a mischievous guy. He nips your ears, mm-hmm. your nose, your toes. Yeah. Stuff like that. Which I guess just means... Makes them cold. To make cold. Make them a little cold. Yeah. And he really popped in the pop culture when L. Frank Baum, who wrote Wizard of Oz, Uh wrote a story called The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus, Mm. which was evidently some sort of Lord of the Rings-esque version of the Santa story. Okay. So Jack Frost was the son of the Frost King in that story. (laughs) Uh, He takes pleasure in nipping scores of noses and ears and toes. But Santa, who likes Jack, it's
0: really quite creepy. It,
1: it's very they frightening. Nips
0: your. It's it's almost weird to me. It that makes he like, he's like
1: reaching out, and just grabbing your toes.
0: Well, it's it's almost weird to me that he's not so sinister that he like I don't know, bites off your whole nose or devours your toes. He just gets the pleasure of nipping them. I know. Like what kind of sicko are you? It's
1: very weird. Yeah. Um, Santa uh, likes Jack. Uh huh. He does see him as a bit of a quote jolly rogue. <laughs> And asks him to spare, jolly spare the children, even though Santa kind of mistrusts him. Uh-huh. Jack says he will, if he can resist the temptation. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> In a later story by L. Frank Baum, Jack Frost, exact same character from the other yeah. story, has now the power to freeze shadows Ooh, and separate cool. them from their owners, imbuing them with a sense of life all their own. Like Peter Pan's shadow. Which I, yeah. Yes, exactly. It yeah. made me wonder if he was the That's Peter cool. Pan guy, but I don't know if it was. Um, okay. And then there are some very popular Jack Frost movies.
0: Well, obviously.
1: Yes. Uh, there is a horror movie uh-huh. called Jack Frost. Oh, my
0: God. I forgot about that movie. You
1: used to see this on the shelf at Blockbuster all the time.
0: <laughs> or see it on our TV. Really? Did Ro- you watch it? Rosie and I watched it a bunch. Really? I don't so think I'd ever seen it. Bad. I'd yeah. seen it's
1: pretty notorious. I know some stuff about it. I
0: think there's a scene I think I I think, maybe I'm wrong, I think he rapes Shannon Elizabeth?
1: Yeah, that's what I thought, too. In yeah. the Wikipedia, they describe it as he bashes her head against the wall until she dies. I think
0: she's in a shower. Yeah, she is. Yeah,
1: yeah. She it's is. not good. No, it's not. Yeah,
0: everything else is, like, really, like... Stupid. Yeah, yeah, and then that part, remember, we'd be like... Like,
1: uh, oh, my uh. God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's about serial killer Jack Frost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> He's responsible for 38 deaths, and he has finally been arrested by the sheriff of Snowmontown.
0: town town
1: <laughs> he's being driven to be executed at midnight but jack manages to kill the guards driving which causes the vehicle to crash into a genetic research truck that's so good jack is exposed to chemicals from inside the truck which cause him to melt into and fuse with snow it's pretty good that's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> then a bunch of crazy stuff happens eventually a scientist explains that the human soul is a chemical And that the acid Jack touched was intended to store human DNA in case of a nuclear holocaust. Okay. Nothing can hurt the snowman. Even when they melt him with hair dryers, he just condenses (laughs) again. A kid put antifreeze into his dad's oatmeal (laughs) to prevent his father from catching cold. Someone later throws this oatmeal at the snowman and it hurts him.
0: What happens to the dad? I don't remember that. Is the dad just like in a bathroom having diarrhea while all this craziness is happening around him in the house? If he like ate the ate yeah. Just, the dad just comes out at the end. And he's like, boy, kids, that was a rough one or whatever. And What have like, you guys been up to? They're like, oh,
1: dad. Yeah. <laughs> what did I miss while I was in John? Yeah. <laughs> Thank God we have the Uncle John's reader. <laughs> whatever it's called. <laughs> um... Jack gets melted in a truck bed full of antifreeze uh-huh. and then poured into containers which are buried deep underground in Snowman Town. <sighs> but he's still alive. I thought it was Snowman Town. Snowman Town. It's not Snowman Town. No. Okay,
0: just now I thought you had said Snowman and I had misheard. Okay. Snowman
1: Town. Snowman Town. But he's still alive. Jack Frost 2: Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. Jack gets goes through a tropical resort and freezes it. Antifreeze <laughs> can't hurt him anymore. Jack has a psychic link to the hero from the first movie. Wow. They find out the hero from the first movie is allergic to bananas. Oh, I saw this too. They realize Jack probably is too. They make a bunch of banana (laughs) smoothies and shoot Jack with an arrow with a banana on the end. He explodes, (laughs) but he's still alive. (laughs) (laughs) But movie canceled. Jack Frost three, the last coming won't happen. That's what Will's notes
0: say. But he's still alive. (laughs) But movie canceled. (laughs) Yeah, Rosie and I definitely watched both of those.
1: Why did you watch those? I don't know. We were
0: in high school. Did you
1: feel a kinship with Jack Frost in the sequel when it turns out that his weakness is bananas?
0: I'm sure that I did. Maybe that's why we watched them. Maybe that's why I was drawn to the movies.
1: One of Kristen's weaknesses is the nanner. They're
0: disgusting. Ugh, I could talk about them forever.
1: What? You don't remember, like, putting a banana on the end of a stick, roasting it over a fireplace? Ugh. <laughs> a fireplace, not even a fire pit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a living room, I guess.
0: God, <laughs> what could be worse than, like, a warm...
1: So- anyway, go ahead. What? Fresh-steamed bananas? Ugh. <laughs> um, Gagamundo. In the same section on Wikipedia, as if they're part of the same franchise, <laughs> Michael Keaton's Jack Frost. Yeah. Uh, That movie's like devastating, right? It's supposed to be a heartwarming family story, but it turns into like this, like, I mean, nightmare scenario. Yeah. Michael Keaton plays a man named Jack Frost.
0: Look, everybody probably has every name, kind of, right? I yeah. mean, not like every – There are Jack
1: Frost in real life, probably course a there ton. Of
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like you would mash just two random words together and there's somebody who has that name. But as far as names, first name, common last name go, they're, they're going to get mixed up and somebody's going to be a Jack Frost.
1: Yes, for sure. But yeah. also, if you're making a movie about Jack Frost, isn't it a little on the nose and kind of annoying? To have the well, person who turns into Jack Frost be named Jack Frost already? Maybe that's why he turns into Jack Frost. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe it's he like inherited the mantle because of Maybe. his name.
1: Maybe. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, he's the lead singer of the Jack Frost band. Hell yeah, he is. He and his son make a snowman. He later gives his son his, quote, his best harmonica. <laughs> oh my
0: god, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> There's a classic... Like that's
0: something Stephen King would do.
1: Yeah, you're right. There's a classic sort of like... But I'm going to miss my son's big hockey game yeah. moment. And Jack is trying to get home, Uh-oh. but there's a storm. And yeah, he crashes and he dies. Yeah. One year later, the kid makes a snowman and intentionally wants it to look a lot like his dad. <laughs> that was how old point. is the kid? I don't know. <laughs> then he.
0: <laughs> I hope he's in the under ten category. Then
1: he plays the harmonica, and his dad magically awakens inside the snowman. Boy, they have fun. <laughs> And throw snowballs at the bully Rory Buck. Which is a great thing. Yes, I'm glad you included it. Rory Buck. Rory Buck. Um, there's a bunch of stuff about having to like the winter's ending. Jack's gonna melt, which means oh. he's gonna die again. They have to. Rory Buck is now on the good side. He's on the, he's the side on the, of good. He's yeah. on the right side of history, finally. Uh, yeah. And he helps get Jack Frost to a winter cabin. Uh-huh. And then Jack Frost talks to His wife on the phone and she's like, I recognize that voice, Jack. And she goes out to see him and he appears as Michael Keaton for a minute. Uh Uh-huh. No reason. (laughs) And then he goes to the afterlife.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say that he like lives in the winter cabin now and like his son can visit him whenever he wants. That would be
1: so much nicer. But no, he has to like go back to heaven.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe he's just been in. Horrible. Well, no, I was I was wrong. I would say maybe he's just been in limbo and he needs to move on because his soul is fractured. and It's like not a real version of him. Oh. Like when they say like if you're in a simulation, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're like not really quite the real version of yourself. Or like how so, like
1: Dumbledore is a painting. Yeah. And it's like it's not really me.
0: Right. Exactly. You know? So maybe that's just kind of like a, a weird hologram of Michael Keaton. That's not really doing the trick for either of them, for anybody right. in this scenario. This is a much
1: better rewrite for the reboot of yeah. Jack Frost.
0: Okay. I'll <laughs> Get give to him work. my
1: notes. Yeah, Get to work. Do a pass. <laughs> then of course santa claus 3 the escape clause sure my entire note section says martin short okay
0: (laughs) that's all you really need to know
1: i told you everything all right and then this yeah buckle your seatbelt. okay there was a movie (laughs) called the rise of the guardians Uh uh-huh the guardians it's kind of like the avengers yeah but the guardians are santa claus the tooth fairy the easter bunny and the sandman who's in this they have to a lot of famous people, Alec Baldwin, Chris Pine. Every what? single name was What? Look it up.
0: From what year?
1: 2012.
0: What? Was this a straight-to-video? 6
1: years ago. No.
0: That's insane. Yeah.
1: So, um, they have to enlist Jack Frost to help them defeat Pitch Black, aka the Boogeyman. Okay. Rise of the Guardians. Yeah. Um, here's the actual plot description. Yeah, hey, I guess it's pretty good. <laughs> it's got a really great rating, yeah, all over the place.
0: Oh, you know what? The, this is done in an animation style that I automatically um, reject for some yeah. reason. I, I whenever I see something, I'm like, no, nah, not for me.
1: Yeah, I, I am with you.
0: It's it's a fantasy adventure movie that's kind of like it looks like a video game, like a pix like a Pixar yeah. video game.
1: Yes, it yeah. absolutely does. Here's the actual plot description from Wikipedia. Hugh Jackman's the Easter Bunny. I'm telling you. Okay. It's star-studded. Yeah, it is. All right. This isn't the full plot, obviously. But this is... Once I started reading this, I just started writing it down again. (laughs) The man in the moon... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. The man in the moon warns Nicholas St. North... Oh, my God. That Pitch Black is threatening the children of the world with his nightmares. Ooh. He calls E. Aster Bunnymund... Oh, my God. Sandy and tooth to arms.
0: Easter Bunnymund is very
1: funny. Easter Bunnymund. Bunnymund. So that it kind of spells Easter, but I guess but they then don't. Want it. It's the it's like all the annoying like rewrite stuff to make Santa cool. Yeah. Nicholas Saint North. And he looks like a big viking guy. Wow. Uh, bunch is
0: Santa like hot? Is he cartoon hot?
1: I, I don't know if I can answer this question. <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> you can't appreciate a man's beauty. Yeah, I can. No, I was I was mean like, you know, do they make him no he's not. Okay. No. But he does have tattoos that say naughty and nice.
1: Oh that's right. Yeah. yeah. He's he's hardcore. He's yeah. X core. Okay. Uh, a bunch of crazy stuff happens with teeth. Teeth uh-huh. are a big part of the plot. Okay. Evidently baby teeth hold on to their memories. So they have to track down teeth from the children of the world or something, which is horrifying. Well, they
0: probably don't have that many memories then.
1: Yeah, I guess. like
0: three years of memories or whenever babies lose their
1: teeth. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, Jack Frost is like the main character of this movie. Uh He's the like Spider-Man teaming up with the other team, but he's still his own guy. Yeah, right. However, I found the following and it blew my mind. Okay. It changed everything. Okay. I found a petition. Okay called Have Jack Frost from Rise of the Guardians Appear in Frozen 2 as Elsa's love interest. Wow.
0: There's a ship community for,
1: like, everything. Oh, and this one's intense. It has 5,176 signatures wow. as of this recording. They sent it to Disney CEO Bob Iger. Uh-huh. Here is the text okay on the petition. Since Disney confirmed that Frozen 2 is now in the works... Disney stated that if Frozen 2 were to have a sequel, it would be about Elsa having a love interest. Millions of fans from around the world believe that Jack Frost from DreamWorks' animation Rise of the Guardians would be a perfect fit for Elsa. From beautiful artworks to empowering videos made of them, this fan-made couple has made us feel the chills in their love
0: chills in your love aren't really that good Uh, well i guess they could be maybe it's
1: exciting i don't know it takes a turn (laughs) yeah dreamworks you're losing a lot of money oh shit we are talking 15.4 million dollars for the second quarter in a row wow making the decision to close down pdi dreamworks and 500 employees jobs are gone dreamworks is leading onto the verge of bankruptcy that's my childhood right there. Oh boy. This would be the perfect opportunity to get yourself back in the green by teaming up with one of the most popular animated films with Disney's Frozen. Even though you two had a rivalry going back in the mid 2000s, but like Elsa always says, the past is in the past. Let it go. You two beautifully animated companies can start a new future together going forward, and I know my childhood animators can.
0: Okay, is, he's, he's talking about Pixar, like, failing?
1: No, he's talking about DreamWorks failing. DreamWorks failing, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Number one, there are many cute oh, story William, plots. Oh, William, how old is this? That can, I mean, how, how long is this? It's not that much longer. Okay. There are many cute story plots that can work very well with these two. Jack Frost could be watching Elsa her whole life. He might be the reason why Elsa got her powers. Or they just both have met for the first time. The possibilities oh, are endless. <laughs> it's true. Number two. Both Jack and Elsa can learn off of each other. Jack is fun and self-centered, while Elsa is high class and reserved. Jack can teach Elsa to have fun and open up instead of shutting herself out of society. And Elsa can teach Jack to take matters into his own hands and learn to sing. Oh, my God. Their personalities suit each other beautifully. All right, I want to pick one.
0: I would say, how many more bullet points are there?
1: I'm going to pick, the, all right, I'm going to pick one of long. the remaining three. To <laughs> okay. Mean. All right, this will be the last one. Number three. They both deeply cared for their siblings. Elsa isolated have herself values. from Anna to prevent from hurting anyone. And Jack fell into an icy river to save his sister. You can see the looks in their eyes. They felt scared for them.
0: What? Okay, so this is written by
1: like a 14-year-old. I did no research into yeah. that aspect of it. I just felt honored to have found it. All right. The very final thing that I have. I expected this to be a huge part of my research and it turned yeah. out to not be. Okay. Jack Frost has no overt connection to... To getting frostbite. Wow. I thought for sure. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, I guess it kind of makes sense. I just never really thought about it before. Yeah. I thought yeah. for sure. Frost bitten. Yeah. Jack Frost nipping at your toes. You're totally right. That makes sense. That's absolutely. I assumed. Huh. I, I I started out expecting to find it. Realized I didn't come across anything. Yeah. And then started specifically trying to find stuff. Hmm. Unfortunately, I guess there is a song called Frostbitten. Uh-huh. That... A guy named Jack Frost sings. I don't know if it's okay. the same from DreamWorks because Elsa hasn't taught him how to sing yet. That's true. So I don't know. Probably not. Uh, but, you know, don't take me to task for that. But I did learn some crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, it You get frostbitten literally uh, if you're exposed to cold temperature and your skin or other tissues freeze. Oh, God. Uh, the most problematic thing is when those ice crystals uh-huh. melt.
0: Oh, that's so scary. That feels not good.
1: If you ever think that <laughs> don't you might have good. frostbite, they yeah. They have to. They, you have to go to the hospital to dethaw oh like my thawing God. a chicken or something.
0: Oh my God, they put you in a giant microwave?
1: I always go to the hospital to defrost my chicken.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just better to be safe.
1: Yeah. You can have first degree, second degree, third, fourth degree frostbite, which makes it feel like it's exactly the polar opposite of burning. Yeah, yeah right? totally. Fourth degree uh-huh. burns, fourth degree frostbite. Yeah. In fourth degree frostbite, this is a quote. Yeah. The skin becomes black and mummified. Oh my God. Parts of your body could be a mummy's body. Wow. Uh, Auto amputation can occur two months later. Oh, that's horrible. Every joke you've the ever body's seen a freak like, show. in a cartoon. I feel like I've seen things of people being frostbitten and their toe cracks off. Ugh. I don't know what cartoon, but I swear Yeah, it's I seen know. That somewhere. I don't. But yeah, it kind of rings a bell. Right? It's real. Oh. Um. <clears throat> And then I read this. Most often affects the nose, ears, fingers, or toes. Those are all the most tasty areas to Jack Frost. Where have I heard about getting <laughs> nipped on the ears or nose before? Huh. Maybe Jack Frost more involved than I thought.
0: <laughs> with a smiley face at the end. No, winky face
1: at the end is what Will wrote. <laughs> In my own private notes. <laughs> um. Has nothing to do with Jack Frost, though. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. But nope, has nothing to do with Frostbite. How crazy is that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I never thought about it before, but it would seem like they'd be like, oh, we actually call it that because of this old-timey connection. You're
1: getting bitten by Jack Frost. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. I kind of wonder recently if I – like whatever, low, low, low degree because I still have my limbs. They didn't fall off weeks later. Like a very low degree of frostbite. No, no way. No way. Now I think about it, it was not one of those extremities that Jack Frost loves, but I was walking crumbs one night when it was really cold and I was an idiot and I just kept walking for a while. And when I came in, Well, I partially came in because it felt like like my legs were freezing. Like, literally, my thighs were, like, hurting and felt frozen. And when I came in, I took off my pants and everything. Um, My thighs were, like, bright red. And they stayed that way for a long time. Wow. Maybe you were close. Just my thighs. It was weird. I don't know why. Maybe you were getting
1: there. Although, maybe that's, like, what first frostbite is. Maybe. It doesn't mean your legs fall off the second that you get Totally. But it it was weird. I never had that. It was, like, really bad. That's crazy. I (laughs) remember when we were kids... Chris and I grew up in, like, the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like, our backyard was, like, two acres of mm-hmm. forest. It took yeah. 20 minutes to get to a nearby store. Yeah. Nowhere. Yeah. And I remember thinking about frostbite constantly.
0: Really? Oh, yeah. It's not on my radar, hardcore.
1: It was when I was a kid. Yeah. And then only, like, doing this research did uh-huh. I remember it. Yeah. I remember walking around in the woods uh-huh. and thinking about, like, oh, no, what if I fell down in the snow and I got, oh. like frozen or my toes turned black like i don't think i understood what God. frostbite was yeah but i knew about the idea of like like your your pinky turning black and eventually Ooh. falling off i used to think about that a lot as a kid oh creeping around in the woods like a freak
0: <laughs> we would have found you eventually <laughs> yeah. if you fell in the woods
1: yeah sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> i had to find my own venison out in the woods
0: <laughs> did it make you tough huh did it make you strong no no
1: <laughs> i just want elsa and jack frost to get together i actually um i wanted to be the five thousand one hundred twenty eighth signature did you sign it the petitions closed it's too <laughs> late i bet bob Iger shut it down <laughs> i want this petition closed now brother yeah. he's, he's, he's got to be tough right he's,
0: <laughs> i don't know who he is at all he's a ceo like of i can't, well, no, but I, can't I can't picture him ruthless yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I can think of Bob Eisenberg, who was, like, the former head of Disney, I think, or of something.
1: That would be a weird coincidence, really? I kind of... Bob Iger and Bob Eisenberg?
0: I kind of think so. Huh. I remember we had this tape of, like, the Disney, like, I don't know, some anniversary, like, some big number. And it was the monkeys were performing at Disneyland, and I watched it all the time. And, like, they, there was some sort of tribute to Bob Eisenberg or something. Oh,
1: Eisner. Something like that, right?
0: Maybe. I don't know.
1: Whatever. whatever. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, all right. Okay. All right. That's Jack Frost.
0: All right. Now, here's another Jack. Now, I'm trying to toughen you up. (laughs) Who
1: did me? All right. I bruise easy.
0: Prepare to be scared. (laughs)
1: Prepare. (laughs) (laughs) Prepare. (laughs) P-E-R-P-A-R-E. Prepare.
0: All right. So, I'm going to talk to you about Spring-Heeled Jack.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you know anything about Spring-Heeled Jack? (laughs) I think I do. (laughs) I think there may be like a rockabilly dancer who does. (laughs) Maybe I'm just thinking that because it's like springs in the heels. There was one thing. There was one like episode of Jackass, or it's in the movie where they come across a bunch of greasers, uh-huh. and one of them's dancing all hip and like twisting his heels, and like I guess it was supposed to look tough. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. But that's what it doesn't my, sound particularly tough. Associated with Spring Hill Jack. Yeah. Does it have something to do with the devil?
0: Kind of. Yeah.
1: Okay. Because I also think aren't there like like old, old
0: scratch old
1: scratch yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind
0: of. It is kind of in along those lines. Okay. Eventually Springheel Jack became somewhat synonymous with the devil, like in Punch and Judy shows, which are those weird puppet shows. Uh-huh. At a certain point, they started just calling the devil character Springheel Jack.
1: And that for that was it. That's just the beginning of it.
0: Uh, What do you mean? Oh, what do you mean? The beginning of Punch and Judy?
1: No, the beginning of Spring Hill Jack. No, that puppet. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. No, there's there's a reason
0: they do that. Okay, so Spring Hill Jack was stalking the streets of London in the Victorian times. So it started in um like 1837, and there were a bunch of attacks that happened in London and suburbs of London, and the people who were attacked said that they were um like attacked by a ghost imp or devil who was sometimes in the shape of a large white bull or a bear. Disparate descriptions, for sure. I guess either okay. way, it's
1: like a giant beast, though.
0: Well, the thing is, no, not really. Because, Well, maybe for that, but what spring Hill Jack kind of looks like, I'll get into more later, is like a dandy guy. Yeah. So, I don't know. There are reports later of him wearing like sheepskins to be creepy and freak people out so i guess that's kind of where that vibe came from (laughs) (laughs) is that the sound sheeps make what sheep? what do sheeps do yeah 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 okay Okay. so uh so spring heel jacks mo is that he's a bad guy. You're going to feel bad for laughing. Okay, you think this is funny, William? You're cracking up at this? He would ring the doorbell and slash women's clothes and their skin. You think that's funny? You're cracking up? That's cute. And then also people would be walking down the street. Did he kill them? No. No, he would just mess with them. That's even... I know. Again, it's like Jack Frost just taking a nip of a nose. Like, it's weird to not go all the way. Like, you're playing with your food before you eat it, you know?
1: It's just like Jack Frost, <laughs> in a weird way, I know this is crazy to say, yeah, in a weird way, that feels worse than murder,
0: yeah, well it's it's strange and it's like, well, what are you getting from this? Why aren't you doing it? It's creepy,
1: well, it's really creepy, you know what it's like, but it's also like, I'm going to do damage to you, and you're mm-hmm. gonna have to just live with this, yeah, and yeah. like not know what happened. You have to live with the not only the injuries but the mm-hmm. horror right. and the shock and surprise right. of opening the door and just suddenly being attacked and they're gone.
0: That's – it's like um, one of the creepiest things – on a certain level that a guy's ever done to me was that I was in Vegas one time and this guy and like guys are just disgusting in Ve- or at least they were when I used to go years ago for hair conferences. Like yeah. if you went to a club, it was just like a given that they're just going to like scooch by you and like touch your butt or something. I was so creeped out one time because this guy walked by me and I was wearing a lace shirt and he just felt the material of my shirt as he walked by. Nothing else. It was creepier to me. Well, in a way, but it was w- weird that it wasn't the usual like, I don't know, scooching past my butt, just a feel of the material and gone. It was so
1: weird. Uh, is that is that a technique to get you to to be like, say, hold up, you? <laughs>
0: like he was nagging me. No,
1: I don't think. So. I don't think so. I think it was just a crowded club and he was just scooching like a by. Gross, personal. Whatever. Yeah, I think I was just, just doing.
0: I think I was with my friend Amanda and I was just like, that guy just just felt my material. I don't know what just happened. It's, uh, it's so even strange. weirder because it's from yeah. Seinfeld. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, so yeah so he would just do things like that like he didn't um kill anybody he just kind of messed with them some to varying degrees like the things he did to him were like very attacky and as it was specific about ripping of clothes um so it seems like there's some sort of like sexual angle there but he would just jump out and scare people or in one case which i'll say later slap their face okay okay (laughs)
1: I right. <laughs> shouldn't be so, laughing. It's still so horrible. I know. It just, it's, it's just It's just such a downgrade from slashing somebody's skin and clothes. I know.
0: I mean, as usual, <laughs> I, I picked out...
1: I'm just running away.
0: Slap, slap, slap. As usual, I picked out certain incidents over others that I found more interesting, and I picked the slap one because it's very weird. I'll it's go very, into it more. Very weird, yeah. So, um... <laughs> So yeah, so this is going on around London and people are being freaked out about it. They know that somebody is kind of stalking the streets. And he has the name Spring-Heeled Jack because he would just jump really high to leave and just be bounding all over the place and jump onto buildings and stuff like that. Sounds like the mask. It's free... Does the mask jump high?
1: Yeah, he like bounces up in the hallway when his landlady is shooting him with a shotgun.
0: Who's your daddy, Wow, see ya. Yeah, you're right. He does. <laughs> you're right, he
1: does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's your daddy Wasiya? oh yeah. you're right yeah um right.
0: so the so the way that people would describe him um was as kind of a gentlemanly devil figure wearing an all he sounds like he looked in some iterations quite fabulous okay he'd be wearing an all tight white outfit with a black cape um sometimes a heeled boot Sometimes a helmet, which I think throws off the look. A helmet? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but he had fiery red eyes, and he would breathe white and blue flames, which, <laughs> which plays into his things that he does to people sometimes. So, but the attacks were very good. But this is real. No.
1: None of this was real?
0: I don't think. I, I'm not sure. I so, thought you were saying the origins of,
1: like, some fantastical creature started with this real guy who was really doing this.
0: No, no, something happened. I
1: was trying to figure out what the hell's going on with him jumping and maybe that was like an exaggeration of him like leaping out of the way or, you know.
0: Okay, I'll I'll get into it a little bit. You know what I mean? Yes, I'll get into it a little bit. Something, like these people were really attacked. The attacks are somehow real. Yes, the attacks are somehow real.
1: Okay, good. That's basically what I'm asking. So the rest of it is some form of embellishment from people either thinking they saw something else. Mm Maybe people outright lying, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But, okay, all right,
0: Yeah, yeah, same page. So attacks are real. They're reported in the newspapers and everything. That's legit. But, you know, maybe him, like, bouncing and flying up into, you know, an abbey in London. (laughs) It's a British thing. Uptown abbey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not real. Okay, so that's what he looks like. But um, the the descriptions of attacks are kind of varied. Um, So, like I said, that's his general description. But then some people are like... He he has a helmet. He looks like a white bull. He looks like a bear or whatever. And so that leads to skepticism from the press who want to report about the stories, but they're like, what is the deal with yeah, this? Because there are some them, elements that are the same, but then just like really wildly different ones and it's confusing. And then it leads the mayor to just guess for some reason at this. But like it could be that it's uh, – I, I wrote – the mayor said it was probably a bunch of wealthy a-holes betting each other. So the mayor of London said that it was probably a bunch of, like, you know, rich gentlemen who are bored and have access to these, like, weird clothes and costumes and things like that who are having a bit of fun and betting each other to scare these huh. people in town. Um and so there are two cases that stand out the most from that time in um England, in London, from like 1837 and a little bit after. Because then there's sort of like a fallow period where nothing really happens. Then some stuff happens again. So the two cases that are most widely known were reported. One of them is the Scales case. And it was this – um there was a knock at the door. And so like everybody's talking about – um what's the name Spring-Heeled Jack like yeah. it's like a thing in the newspapers people are looking out for him they know there are all these attacks and things like that and this woman answers her door and there's a police officer there who's like ma'am we think we caught spring Jack out here but I need a light like a you know lamp from like okay. back in the day yeah. can you come out here with this lamp and like give it to me or something like that and she's like oh okay so she goes out and then the police officer like turns around and somewhere like flings off his jacket and he's wearing a cape he's got the white outfit he's got the fiery red eyes and he starts blowing blue Blue white flames at her.
1: Oh my God.
0: Yeah. So that's one case. And then oh, and she, and, 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 atta- and slashing her and stuff. He's like, he's attacking her. Yeah. And she said that he has metal claws. She, yeah.
1: What is going on? Is this is a famous case as in this attack happened? Yeah. So what?
0: Yeah. And the reason she, and she lived, she got away from him. She ran back to her house and then somebody came out from her house and it scared the person away. Cause there was another person there. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then the other case was the Aesop case. And it was, again, um, a girl or maybe two girls um, who were walking home from their brother's house in London. And spring Jack just jumped in front of them in the road and just started spitting his fire and having his fiery eyes and things like that. Oh and it threw the girl into fits. So she started having like a seizure or something. And the guy ran away, bounced away, you know, bounded away.
1: What was going on? Was there like LC, LSD in the water supply? Or? I mean, that's crazy. Poppy and poppies and opium were a thing, yeah, at that time. He he sounds like a Victorian Batman villain.
0: Funny, you should say that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Everything
1: is interrelated in a very weird way. <laughs> yes. Isn't it?
0: Yes, totally. Um. So yeah. So that all that stuff is happening, and so the question is, who is? Doing this who like is what's fun. what's going on? But who is phone? Oh, you know what? Let me actually I have a couple more stories to say before I get to who is phone. Okay. Uh let me just look at my Okay, okay, so nothing really happens for a while. It starts to kind of fade, but it's become this mythology. He's like the boogeyman now. So yeah. there are tons of Penny Dreadfuls, which are like short comic books that of like scary things yeah. that um have to do with Spring Jack. He's become like a mythical figure, even though he started from real, quote unquote, like beginnings or whatever, and people believing that he was so people believe that he was supernatural in some way um there's uh speculation about him either being like a demon of some sort devil in some form extraterrestrial um so yeah he becomes like this this big character and like i said he's in these punch and Judy plays and which stuff. only makes
1: things worse cuz now you're really not going to find out who he is yeah you know like once once it's elevated beyond the, right. the realm of like humanity once he becomes a character Mm -hmm. it's over
0: yeah pretty much Like, because like what can you do about that you can't fight that the cops can't really arrest that you know um so he's quiet for a while and then not in London in Peckham 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 I'm not sure England you know further further away from London this is oh no 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 not not quite yet. okay so weird things were happening in Peckham which I want to look up there was something called the Peckham ghost Mm. and um And then in Sheffield there was something called the Park Ghost, and they were like, "Oh my God, this is the return of Springheel Jack." Oh, Um, that was in the 1870s, so it had been like 30 years-ish since like Springheel Jack. So he could still be alive. Yeah,
1: but they're thinking maybe he's a ghost now.
0: Uh, I don't even know if they think he's a ghost now. I think that it's just kind of like mischievous things, and they're, I mean, so they, you know, they think he's a thing in human form or whatever, but also it'll be like, oh, there was a figure. It's Heel Jack. Like okay. he's become like all things. Now he, he is could,
1: mythical. Yes, he
0: could be anything. He could be a weird shape that you saw. Like he could be anything, yeah. anywhere. So that's kind of a resurgence of thinking that like Springheel Jack is like back in the mix in England. And then in 1877, there was a soldier in a barracks in Aldershot, and he said that a, pe- a peculiar figure advanced toward him and delivered several slaps to the face. <laughs>
1: Now listen, I would hate that. I
0: would hate it too. Can you imagine
1: how annoying? It's yeah, like walking about. Yeah. And then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but what the hell?
0: Well, here's something crazy. What's wrong with him? Another guard saw this go down. And so the guard shot Don't it. Who stopped that? The guard <laughs> shot at him, but it made no difference. And he... Um, he disappeared into the darkness with astounding bounds. So this guy slapped somebody and then bounced away. And a guard shot at him. Now, there is some speculation that the guard he was shooting may have misfired or was shooting blanks. I don't know why blanks are a thing.
1: Blanks would still hurt. And I don't know yeah. why they would have them in like a police.
0: That's what I'm saying. Go. I don't understand why it would be in the army barracks. Why? why? What? Yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't understand. There's like a lot of things that I don't understand and it's awesome. Yeah. But like, do you have any theories as to how he was able to jump? Why he had red eyes? Why he breathed fire?
0: I think it was probably people's imaginations getting away from that. Exclusively. I mean the bouncing and jumping away. I do think, I think maybe it was somebody who perhaps is a good jumper. <laughs> maybe people can jump well but maybe they were doing something weird with flame and fire like maybe like you know let's say there is like a rich boys club yeah where they're just like doing this for fun i guess one of them could be like a fire breather where they like had some gasoline in their mouth and they like you know light an old-timey lighter and
1: shoot it out yeah it feels very the purge and my first thought was really like eric trump Oh, like, it does seem to sound like something that a bunch of like rich doofuses would do. Yeah, just,
0: That's what my I, I agree with the mayor's theory. Basically, just, I do think yeah. it's like a group of guys who like decided
1: to they put us in the paper again.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of like dumb frat guys, yeah. basically of London Victorian times. Yeah, because
1: to slash someone to I honestly know. cut them is really like I know it elevates. It's it's funny. What was this? There was something that I wrote about a long, long time ago about somebody who was trying to seem tough. And then they kill someone. Uh-huh. Oh, it's dumb. I remember what it is. What is it? Uh, I think maybe I wrote about Kylo Ren from Star Wars. Okay. he's His whole thing, uh-huh. if you haven't seen the movies, I mean, spoilers for The Force Awakens. It's been a few years now. Yeah. Uh, his whole thing is being like, I'm tough. I'm scary. Yeah. I know about Darth Vader. He was scary. I can be like him. I can be tough. I can be scary. And then he kills his own father.
0: Uh-huh. And then seems yeah.
1: really upset about it. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, oh, he's like... It's like pathetic. He's like he's like a wannabe. He's like a fanboy uh-huh. and you know, like he killed his father and like he he's just like a groveling child. Yeah. Whatever. But my thing is like even if you're trying to seem like you're tough, whatever, yeah. Making a joke of it, when you finally take that further step, even if you regret it. Right. Congratulations! You've become the thing you wanted yeah, to be. You're now a, you're, you're now a monster. You're a tough boy. You're yeah. tough. Yeah. Now you're a killer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that happens a lot. Like you hear about like gang stories, or right? like yeah. I guess mostly I've seen it in movies mm-hmm. where it's like a kid that hangs out with a gang and people warn him like, "Don't be in that gang; they're dangerous." Whatever. And then yeah. he ends up accidentally killing someone and being like, "I never should have done this." Right. Too late. You did it. Now you're in it. Now yeah. you killed somebody. Yeah. Completely. I feel like there's a little bit of that where like these gentlemen Jack. Mm-hmm spring-heeled jack boys, yeah. even if they're like 18, 19-year-olds mm-hmm. and they think it's fun and they have yeah. this little frat of people that all pretend to be the same character running around and be like, we're just causing mischief. It's just fun. Yeah, right. It's like, no, but you're not You're like, hurting The people. thing you're doing yeah. makes you monstrous. Yeah, completely. I completely. Wonder, I wonder also if there are a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's like – maybe Gary goes out there and slaps people in the face. But Douglas. Well, that's what I was... Douglas brings the knife.
0: That's what I was thinking. Like maybe, you know, to, to most of them or some of them, they're like, oh, yes, yeah, a fun, weird thing they do or that we do. And Douglas is like, oh, I like this. Right. This feels good. I like that I'm in a disguise and people are scared of me. And then it like takes it too far. Yeah.
1: Even just one of them.
0: Yeah, completely. Or other side of that. And people are is, like...
1: Douglas, were you Spring Hill Jack last night? He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Why? What makes you think I was? <laughs> yeah. Like, somebody was attacked on the outskirts the, the, like, of the street. Like, seriously attacked. It's like, oh, that's a shame. Yeah. That's a shame. No, I wasn't Spring Hill Jack last night.
0: Yeah, and they're all like, I They kind of uh, don't believe it, but they
1: can't dig further because they're all in too deep.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Or there's one guy who's, like, sad and he wants to prove what a tough guy he is to all the other guys. And he goes too far with it and does that and then regrets it horribly and they're
1: all like oh my god you're
0: like oh my god okay we, like if you want us to like you there were better ways to do it
1: yeah or Whew. or one of the guys tries to show how tough he is and he goes out and he slaps someone in the face yeah and like that's not tough gary He's that's like,
0: not really enough tristan but i batted him about the face yeah and he was an army man which seems like it should count for yeah. more
1: yes I yeah. flapped him in his northern cheeks. Yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe there was like a but po- good a point system. Yeah. You know, all messed up. So um, the um, other events from around that time were in 77. I wrote, appeared in a sheepskin, bounced away. <laughs> um, and he was spotted on a rooftop in 88, which seems really awesome. That like cool. to see, look up and see a figure of like a weird like devilish man in a skin tight white outfit with heeled boots and a yeah. cape flapping behind him like
1: David Bowie. Yeah. It sounds great. Can you imagine that person then turning and looking directly at you? God. And then no matter what, you'd feel like, I'm in trouble. Even, yeah, if, even if somehow yeah. you're like 50 stories down from him, you're like, oh, he's already got me. Yeah, <laughs> he's got me in his sights. Yeah, it's over. I'm
0: in the crosshairs of spring Hill Jack. This isn't good. I might as well just throw myself in the gutter. So, yeah. <laughs> so suspects. There the are a couple suspects that came up. There was a guy named Thomas Milbank who bragged about being spring Jack in a bar or something. Yeah. It seems like they tried him just based on that. I didn't totally understand this, but maybe in Old England or something. And the way that they... No matter what, you'd question him. No, but there was a trial, it said. Oh. And the way that he was exonerated was that... um, I, So I think he said that he was the one in the Scales case where she was like slashed and everything. I or maybe the ASOP case. Huh. I don't know. Whatever. In one of the cases, it was a case where they breathed fire. And the girl was like, no, absolutely. The thing breathed fire. And he was like, I can't breathe fire. And they're like, so it's not this guy. Damn it, back to the drawing board. Yeah, yeah, so weird. And then this is a suspect just from like – weird. W- I know. Just from like weird reputation. There's no real evidence except for just kind of a, a one little circumstantial thing. The Irish Marquis of Waterford was, I wrote, a rich asshole in the, in the area of the time of the Scales and Aesop incidents. So he was known to be like mistreatful – I don't know, That's not a word. He was known to mistreat women. Okay. He seems like he was a jerk and it would be the kind of thing that he might do. Yeah. And that's pretty much it and that he was in the area and he didn't live there. You know what I mean? He happened to be traveling to that area of London at the time or that area of England. Hmm. Um, But... Yeah. He died in like eighteen fifty five or something like that. And so then it wouldn't have been him for the eighteen seventies ones. Right. But if he was part of a troop of like rich losers, like yeah. then maybe his rich loser friends carried on his mantle and they're like, guys, we're gonna do this for the Marquee.
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> This one's for the Marquee boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it's also possible though that they didn't all know each other. That, you know, somebody was like, you know what, I could go out and cause some mischief. Attack some people that oh, have recently wronged me.
0: There are definitely copycats involved. Yeah. Who would, yeah, yeah, yeah. It said that, too, that there are probably people who just kind of, like, went for it based on, you know, other attacks and they thought that was cool or something what like a that. a weird thing. I know. It's just kind of, like, mass hysteria in a way, yeah. in a smaller way. I don't know if you call that mass hysteria, but, like, a bunch of people being like, ooh, the yeah. power contained it's in so that. It's so much more sinister to than To be spree-heel Jack.
1: Yeah. Like, I think of hysteria as being, like, these people are not responsible for their they're doing is they're almost like a mob mentality they're just somehow in it yeah but this feels more like somebody being like well every week the paper comes out and i see there was another attack by spring hill jack yeah i could finally attack melissa
0: well they're not all attacks sometimes spring hill jack would just like jump in the lane and be like boogie boogie or whatever but with like
1: <laughs> so love it
0: yeah so they weren't all horrible attacks you know i mean what this sounds like not
1: cool but i was just thinking there's nothing in the modern day that's comparable That's not true. What? A couple years ago, some clowns clowns started appearing all over the place. Yeah. And still, no one's really sure who's to, you know, credit or blame with doing it. But there were probably a bunch of people that did it that had no association with each other at all.
0: I mean, I'm sure it was just like some weird, like, internet thing where they maybe some people met up and planned some things and just kind of spread from there. Yeah. I would have died. Even clown fear aside, that is so freaky. And, like, I lived in front of woods at the time. Yeah. And so I would be – when I was walking crumbs, I would imagine to myself somebody just standing in a clown yeah. outfit, like, in the middle of the path. I would just die.
1: Yeah, that would be good.
0: <laughs> no. Okay, so here are some quick pop culture references to Spring-Heeled Jack. Um, the Batman thing that I was talking about, there was um, – it was a comic in the UK. So not Batman, but um, – where spring Jack was a vigilante superhero alter ego of a cop. Oh. Yeah. I know.
1: That's weird. And
0: I had misread when I was reading the thing on, I don't know if I read that on Wikipedia, but um, somebody's name I think was weird. Their name was like DC Cummings. So I thought that Ah. it meant DC Comics at first. And I was like, oh, Batman. And I was like, oh no, that's not right.
1: That's weird. Um, I know. It's weird too, because it seems like spring Jack was never anything other than a nuisance
0: yeah completely to so then
1: be like you know what he was a bit of a vigilante He's i a honestly i'm not
0: kidding i think it's the look i think because he had such a distinctive kind of cool People weird like look the, yeah they kind of spun it off into other things where it can be like useful and you can see this cool creepy devil character i get it you know what he reminds me of the scary guy in the candyland who's in like the gookieville or whatever like um, <laughs> like licorice forest or something
1: I did cookie bell. I, uh, I, don't, I can't picture that at he all. He was scary. I was scared of him. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Um, there was an episode of Lu- – I mean this sounds really sweet. I don't know if it was an episode or this could have been like maybe a storyline for a season or for whatever. On that show Luther, which I've always wanted to see, there was a killer who wears a punch mask and he wants to terrorize London like Springheel Jack did. That's cool. That sounds great. That sounds awesome. Um, and the last two, some video game quick hits for you. A little sugar. Um, in elder scrolls 4 which i bought for my friend evan as okay. a as a tip for him tattooing me once cuz he didn't like to he would try to not accept cash and then i'd be like well i'll give you a present you're not going to say no to a present and i found out from his other friend they want elder scrolls 4 Anyway, yeah. do you remember that a guy at GameStop really shamed me because I asked about it, and he was like, oh, well, actually, there's Elder Scrolls 6. So I don't know why you're trying to get that. And I was like, I don't know, man.
1: The far superior version of the My- one they're requesting. The <laughs> I
0: wish I remembered pedestrian. it. It was, it was like really specific and mean where yeah. I was like, I'm being nice to this guy. Why is he being so mean to me? Yeah. Um, but in that video game, you can acquire boots of Spring Heel Jack to jump high. Huh. That's funny. And then this sounds totally sweet. And this is not what I thought Assassin's Creed was like at all. Yeah. In Assassin's Creed, Charles Dickens assigns you to investigate the true nature of Springhill Jack.
1: <laughs> what is the game Assassin's Creed like? That's so crazy sounding.
0: I feel like I would just see a picture of like a soldier with like ash all over him, looking upset or something in Assassin's Creed. <laughs> like, where where does Charles Dickens fit in?
1: Assassin's Creed is. Bug nuts. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I guess whatever game that is, they must send you to Victorian England. Basically, Uh it centers around my understanding, and I've never played any of these games, Mm -hmm. is that there's a character in modern day times Uh who steps into something called the Animus. Okay. Which projects his consciousness backward through his ancestry. Okay. Into the mind of one of his ancestors who was an assassin. So he must have had an ancestor who was an assassin in Victorian London. Okay. They're all very, very, very heavily based on history. Yeah. But also they like completely manipulate historical stories for their own purposes. Yeah, sure. So you assassinate real people in real life. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, yeah. Real historical figures. Right. But like Leonardo da Vinci, because uh-huh. he had the Vitruvian man and uh-huh. he had designs for a flying machine and crazy stuff. Yeah. In whatever game he's in, he's an inventor. Uh-huh. So I guess in the Victorian one, I guess you meet Charles Dickens. Apparently. But it's insane to me to say that like, I think it has something to do with the Templar, the Knights of the Templar. Uh-huh. It's crazy to me to be like, <laughs> Charles Dickens tasks you with finding out the true origin of Spring Hill Jack. Yeah. Sounds in, like it the may true, as well just be the like true
0: nature of spring jack is yeah. what it said. So it was like, what his motive was. And yeah. like, was this
1: a good guy or bad guy? Well, I guess. Was he breathing fire? Was he supernatural? Yeah. But like, Oh yeah. Was he You're right? Yeah. It is like just being like, uh, Mark Twain wants you to figure out where Bigfoot lives. Yeah. All right. That's just as viable a mission, I guess. Right. Yeah, I suppose so. And then in like a hundred years. I don't know. At least Charles Dickens like lived in London. What a weird thing. In like a hundred <laughs> yeah. years. Are we going to have video games where Stephen Hawking tells you to go find Slender Man? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, again, I think Neil deGrasse Tyson wants you to track down, I don't know, what's another modern? The Bye Bye Man. (laughs) Neil (laughs) deGrasse. What's the Bye Bye Man? Terrible movie that came out last year. I don't know that. That's horrible.
0: Um, again, I think that it's partially the look. I think that because Victorian people and Mark Twain look look cool.
1: I don't, yeah, but in a hundred years, maybe we're all, tr- all going to look cool. Oh
0: my god, you're right. That's so weird. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So maybe. Boy, I can't wait to see it. Since I'm going to upload my consciousness to something, so oh, that, don't worry. A uh, light piece of me lives forever.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll know. All of our uh, seasoned Talk Bomb listeners yeah. know that we've been uploading our consciousness oh, to the yeah. internet every week through mm-hmm. these shows. Years. Yeah. WB
0: 2045.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, cool.
0: Cool. So that's it, guys. Wow.
1: Springheel Jack. Always yeah. familiar with the name, never knew what he was.
0: Same. Same. Huh. I definitely thought there was more of a devil connection. Once I started looking into it, I was like, whoa. Well, I guess I... he's devilish. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What Absolutely. do you think? Maybe he's like throwing embers, hot embers. <sighs>
0: I know. The fire part really throws me off. I'm not sure. I really do think it could be somebody who's a skilled jumper. Yeah.
1: How do you make your eyes look red?
0: I, well, I think that could be like in Mania and Terror. Okay. Like maybe, you know, I picture just from TV shows and things like that. I don't know. Old London with like lamp light and everything. Maybe yeah, It's like sure. glinting off your eyes in a certain way or something. Yeah. Or maybe some sort of light from the fire you're breathing sort uh, of yeah. casts, a, casts a red glow.
1: True. Yeah. It's a shame that we'll never know.
0: No, there. How yeah. many? How
1: many different like secret societies, serial killers have yeah. done a really good job covering their tracks, and we I will know. just never know. I know. Like, it's freaky. We'll never know who the, the Zodiac was, even if someone comes forward now, yeah. being like, "I'm the Zodiac," it was or like, great. "My grandfather was," and he told me, and here's all this like really reliable evidence. Modern mentality will always have that voice well, in the back of your head going like, but. Maybe it's not really.
0: I think generally, but I do think there are probably things that the police have kept from the general public. That if somebody was like, "It was me," and gave some sort of like detail that really hasn't been out, they'd be like, "Oh my god, that is the Zodiac." Then, yeah.
1: you know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But uh, cool would it would be if somebody knocks down a house one day, yeah, a building in London or something, and they find a little secret wall that has yeah. a notebook of all the names of the people who were Springheeled Jack. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Totally. I guess never say never. No, you never know. Yeah. Weird things happen all the time. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. That brings us to the end of another shocking guide to the unknown. hmm If you enjoyed this show, go forth and spread our message. Yes, please. This show comes out every Friday on every major podcast app and YouTube if you would like to watch along. Yeah. You can find everything you need at talkbomb.com mm-hmm. slash gttu pod. Yep. Like, how about our social media handle, Mm -hmm. at GTTUpod? Mm -hmm. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We've been doing a recent thing in the past couple of weeks where we broadcast our recording process- live on our facebook page yep uh it's been going pretty well we might keep yeah. doing it in the future so uh make sure you like the facebook page to stay up to date with when we're gonna do mm-hmm. it and you may be able to watch live and jump in the chat and stuff like that yeah totally uh you can also check out our paypal mm-hmm. uh oh, or, sorry uh, yeah yeah patreon yeah download the patreon i think i app. want to
0: set up like paypal and venmo so if you just want to be like flick a quick coin at us yeah. it's easy
1: okay that's true i remember yeah, saying we, that a long time ago we do have one on talkbomb.com already yeah. just put in the notes what you want it to be for and i can route it to the right place
0: yeah but it'd be easier to just have
1: like a guide to the unknown one uh, okay why wouldn't it be i just don't want to set it up i'll set it up it's a big deal okay I'd love yeah. to hear that Yeah. <laughs> uh, go to patreon.com slash Pod, mm-hmm. where you can set up a monthly recurring donation to us to helping this show work to coming out on time to well just thanking us for what we do it's like a tip jar yeah totally you got the idea Mm -hmm. Uh, you can check every previous episode on YouTube youtube. YouTube.com slash talkbomb or just look up talkbomb in the YouTube app Mm -hmm. Uh, subscribe like share really spreading the word is the most important thing that you can do for us Yeah. Uh, you can also talk to us individually because we're people we have feelings we like to talk
0: that's right I'm at chillin' Kristen on uh, Instagram and Twitter, I am at Haunted Sponge, and we have a private Facebook group that you can join if you search "Guide to the Unknown" podcast on Facebook.
1: Yes, changes coming soon. Thank you, Ryan. Everyone else, you will understand in the coming weeks.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. I,
0: I think that's going to make it too hard to find. I don't. I don't want to actually change the name.
1: Okay, whatever. Yeah, it's a be uh, confusing. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you all so much for tuning in. We hope you had a good time. Yeah. We'll see you next week for another terrifying episode of Guide to the Unknown. That's right. But until then, we must travel.
0: Back to the Netherworld. Jump we. There we go. Watch us bounce. <laughs> Are you ready
1: for it? spring Hill Jack Frost. Yeah. Huh? Combine their powers. Yeah. Ooh. Breathes fire and cold. Yeah. My God. The ultimate. Truly the Alpha and Omega. Truly the ultimate of ultimates. Yeah. All right. Good night. All right. Bye. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Test recording.
0: cheekity check check Uh
1: Kristen know, do a quick episode today. of the Kristen show
0: oh well hi it's me Kristen and today I don't look so good I don't know what's going on with my hair I didn't do my makeup today and I usually make sure I do my makeup for show days so really diary the update is that things aren't looking too swell
1: <laughs> alright episode over
0: Ugh.